Okay. So you come back. Um, oh, this will be a great time for this. Um, and Alex, I will include you soon. I am sorry that I have not yet. Oh, that's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, Maher. Uh, it's lunchtime. Um, you don't really see Dr. Robinson eat that much. Um, she loves the good old smoothie. She eats very boring food. <laughs> like, she's got, like, the small sandwiches, the simple put-togethers. You've seen her eat just crackers and, like, I don't know, fucking, like, canned tuna. And she got, like... Wait, just can't, like, cracked... Like, like out the can, canned tuna. I was gonna say cottage cheese, because I thought it was nasty. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Like, it should, it should just, like, she just doesn't care. That water sucks. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I just saw that truck climb out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the next mystery. Um, water truck, water truck. Yeah, like, she doesn't really have a... She doesn't really care for, like, taste or, you know, smell or anything like that. She just eats what she feels she wants with, like, I guess some regard towards nutrition. You're not sure how she's calculating these things. Probably, like, very insanely correct. But... Yes, exactly what she knows her body needs. Um, and most of the time, well, I'll, you know what, this will be a 50-50 kind of decision. Y'all talk. I try to make small talk. Okay, small talk and small conversation. So, you know enough. Uh, at least in your own head, you feel like you know enough. Um, it, which is, like, the basics of, like, is she magic? Which yeah. is, well, like, no, he, she, she isn't magic magic, but she can, because she considers herself not magic, but to maul her, she's basically <laughs> magic. Any sufficiently advanced technology is magic. Yeah. Um... And, and then there's the other questions of, like, does she sleep? Turns out, yes. Um, it's one and a half hours. There's really only been, like, one kind of weird pressing conversation, which I had already mentioned, which is Dr. Robinson has uh, something she enjoys. She loves her job. She, like, fully emphasizes, um, like, sympathizes with Maher on the concept of enjoying her career, um, even despite its... Um, it, it, it's negative aspects. She loves medicine. She loves helping people. She loves the thrill of invention. And 100% she finds achievement in bringing back um, what usually would be someone who is far from help medically. What scares me is I don't know in what particular degree she likes all of those. Yes. So uh, she might like helping people, but I think it ranks below the rush of invention. That's, honestly, a pretty good insight. I'm going to give you a plus one for it. Pog. Pick a button. Because you're absolutely right uh, in that sometimes it is the thrill of the invention rather than the consideration of uh, ethics that uh, uh, motivates her. Though she does seem to have a very empathetic view of specifically, like, patients and medicine she mentions um with like little small talk um that there were points in her career where for absolutely no money um she would provide medical assistance and um like medical care even preventative care um for free hmm. and from what you can tell to people she really knew basically nothing about well shit Dr. Robinson does have emotions other than just, uh, like, caring and giving. Especially, like, 
uh, when it comes to things that she likes. She doesn't have a lot of negative emotions. The most, the hardest emotion you've ever seen is when you were both in the van taking Margaret over to Monster Hospital and you had been asked with some amount of, um, I would say, a combination of um, a, a genuine request and more annoyance, not at you, but at her friend, to say, like, you know, if she goes too far, can you at least try to, like, say something, considering you're also somebody who, you know, tries to push themselves at, at work and, and with what you do. That was the height of emotion you've seen from her. Um, so you guys are eating food, um, and she's just kind of scrolling on her phone, um, and uh, you, you remember, oh yeah, um, when it comes to small talk, there was something else that she mentioned. It was, the, it was the second day that you guys were uh, working together and she mentioned the show that she really likes because it had just recently like gotten renewed for a new season, um, but the new season hadn't come in. It was, it, was, it was called, it was like some sort of medical show. It wasn't Grey's Anatomy, but she was very excited about it. Um, and it was the first time that you had seen like a higher kind of jubilant more emotion. Um, aside from that one time that somebody got a really interesting injury to the lung that she had never seen before. And she got really excited because she thought she saw all lung ailments. Um, and this was a new one. Oh <laughs> but this, you get a name. <laughs> aside from that, uh, the only other time you've seen emotion higher than that in a positive sense was when she was talking about this show. So you know she has something she likes. She watches TV. She sleeps. She says she's not magic. She's probably magic. Um, and she eats weird food, but she looks to be a person. Well, I mean, you could be a person and magical. I know too. Yeah. So she's, uh, speaking of, she's on her phone when you guys are eating food. Um, you, you know, it's just one of those days. You guys are waiting for Duncan to come back. You paused outside of some sort of sandwich shop. Um, and she's looking at her phone way more than usual. And she has been all day. Um, you can see her every once in a while. She brings a phone back up and she texts very fast. Uh, and you can kind of hear the cl keys click because she has her phone on ringer. Um, because she used to have a pager, but now she just has a phone that, like, goes off all the time when people need her. Because this is in the 70s. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, you hear that clicking and it's been a lot. And it, it's just a small kind of, like, little, uh, little sound. Um, but in the quiet of the van, uh, you, you can kind of you can kind of just hear her just pick up her phone, sigh slowly, and then type extremely fast on her phone, and then almost immediately uh, finish typing, shut it off, and place the phone uh, on uh, on the table in front of her uh, by the food that she was uh, not really touching. Um, that, those are the things that you notice. Bad news. Dr. Robinson uh, looks up and doesn't look at you, but uh, looks over to the windshield, uh, and she says, um, I have to go talk to my director. He's been having a couple, and uh, she says, um, uh, issues, but uh, it's a little, uh, it's, it's a bit tricky. And she says, um, I don't mean to pry, but since... Um, since we have been working together for a little while, I need to ask, how well do you know Margaret as a person? If this is too, like, not something you're comfortable talking about, I understand. Um, I don't have many of my own uh, friends, but some of them can be a little eccentric and talking about them doesn't always make sense to the layman, but I begin to understand that you are not part of that crowd. I think I know her pretty well. Okay. 
I don't know much about her history, though. Okay. Um, and you, you didn't really work together. You're just in the same kind of group and company. Yeah, not until recently. Okay. Together All in right. Any capacity. Okay. So you you wouldn't know if she had any, let's say, bad habits. I can probably guess she has a few. A couple. Um, and she sees her phone go off again, and this time she does not pick it up, and she says, um, I need to go up to the, uh, director of health's, um, office, because I need to go collect something. Um, if you and, uh, Duncan are all right with it, I'll probably bring you guys with me, um, and hopefully I'll be able to, uh, get back to my work, because I, I don't like being separated from it for very long. Okay. Are they related in any ways? Uh, she gets up and she moves over and she goes over to uh, the area where the, the driver would be uh, and everything else. And she just kind of opens up her petition a little bit. She looks forward. She tells uh, an address to the driver up there who gives a, a grunt and starts up the car. Um, she says, uh, I have to go find Duncan. Um, she says, um, looks at you. She's like, yes. I want to say yes and no, but mostly yes. Um, and, and you can see that kind of, um, that kind of annoyance again, but it's not an annoyance of, uh, like, a harsh, like, you know, I, I wish you would take care of yourself kind of annoyance and more of a, oh, we're, we're doing this again kind of thing. Uh, and she, uh, she moves over and she moves over to the seat and she says, um, I'll let me know when, uh, Duncan gets back in the car and we'll just, uh, make a quick stop and we'll be on our way. Okay. Now we wait for Duncan. 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 Uh, Duncan, you Duncan. get back to the car after your, uh, little, uh, little journey into the mind. Um, and you get, you get into the, into the van and sit down. As soon as you sit down, the van takes off. It doesn't take off, take off, but it, it takes off a little bit. Um, and in the meantime, uh, you see somebody left their phone on the counter, uh, and it goes off. And there's a phone call. That's Dr. Robinson's phone. Uh, what I want to know is whether or not... I'm going to say it's not directly next to you, so roll me a soft sharp that I th that I know Duncan is good at. Those aren't your dice. These are Evan's dice. I was going to say, why am I getting dice? I have no idea. These are my dice, so I'm using them. Okay, seven. okay on a seven, you can tell that it's a uh, it's a friend and not a stranger. Um, you can't quite make out the name, though. Uh, it looks like they may have a nickname that you're not familiar with. Um, I'll even say for the sake of, uh, for, for the sake of familiarity, I'm gonna say the person that calls, uh, the contact name in there is just Scully. You also see Dr. Robinson's phone go off, Maher? Yeah, it's none of my business. That's none of your business. Where is Dr. Robinson, the car related to them? Um, she's up sitting with the driver. I'm not yell up to her. Do you do you need your phone? It's ringing. Um. Or do you want me to answer it? Uh, odds are evens, Duncan. Evens. Okay, evens. Uh, Doctor Robinson calls back, and you hear her go, "Sure, why not? You can go ahead and answer it." <laughs> I pick up the phone. Okay, you pick up the phone. Um, you hear a voice come through. Uh, that's, uh, it takes a second because, uh, 
she's a little out of sorts. Um, that's definitely Margaret's voice on the other end of the line. You're the only one that can hear it right now, though. Uh, you just hear her go, Oh, thank God, I didn't think you were going to answer. Um, I don't know if you're still mad at me, but I could really use your help. She says, uh... Oi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> after a moment, she just... Give me a second. I yeah, that's that totally way fine. more funny than I should have. <laughs> Found it damn right fucking hilarious. Just one, just just one quiet moment of silence. Just like, hey, uh, Fran, Franny, hello. Damn it. And then I'm gonna let you think of a response. <laughs> I apologize. Doctor Robinson left her seat, her her seat in the back of the phone. Her phone in the back of the seat. Her phone in the back of the car. Man, you're really good at this. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say all that was actually Duncan stumbling over his words because uh, that's kind of funny. No, that's the, okay. All right, uh, we kind of expected her to pick up the phone, but I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, how have you been? How are you doing? I mean, I feel like I did something that I shouldn't have done, but that's fine. No, that's totally okay. Um, did she say where she was going at all by any chance? Uh, not to my knowledge. Oh, okay. Are you guys I... moving? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, um. Uh, do, you know what? Just don't worry about it. Um, I, uh, I can always call her later, um, and, uh, hopefully she's already, like, you know, on her way. Uh, don't, don't worry about the help thing either. I'm not, like, in danger or anything. Uh, I just need to, uh, uh, you hear, like, a sound on the back that kind of sounds like the shifting of, like, like, a little bit of metal just a little bit just a tiny tiny bit like someone's up against a a, a metal set of like piping oh, uh she's just like you know what um i'm just gonna go ahead and see if i can call her pager uh and uh yeah just uh, ha- ha- if you could hand the phone back actually if you could just hand the phone up to dr robinson is that what i think it is no no it's no you're listen and she's gonna take a pause she's like Nothing that you can think of is what this specifically is. It is, uh, okay, though, and I'm fine, and don't worry about it. <laughs> she says, uh, okay, great, bye. Uh, and she, uh, she just, uh, she, she hangs up the phone. Do you want your phone back? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. And she, uh, she leans over the, the seat, and she, uh, she reaches out for it. Hands it to her. All right. Thank you. Um, apologies. I tend not to get passive aggressive, but she just takes the phone. She puts it in her front pocket. She closes the partition that goes to the uh, the, the driver's uh, side doors. Uh, you guys are left in silence for a moment. So we're going to the uh, head of the Department of Health. That would have been nice knowing like five seconds ago. <laughs> Well, you answered the phone, so... Yeah, that's fair. Too busy watching Duncan just kind of uh, slip over his words a little bit. <laughs> yeah, something that doesn't really happen. An it's absolute just, awe. <laughs> yeah, he of com- this lad. Like, he was not expecting that nickname to be attached to that person. Yeah. Caught the man off guard. Caught the man off guard. Caught the 4K. Sounds like you were caught lacking. Just a little. Okay. The blue mask. Uh, do you tell Maher anything that happened, or are we just, uh... Well, when I, who is it? Who was it? It was, uh, Margaret. Oh. And Robinson didn't want to answer it? Uh, I imagine that would be the comment, again, uh, about being passive-aggressive. Wonder what bad blood they're having. 
I don't know, and I don't think I want to know, but I heard something concerning on the other line of that phone. Well, now you got me concerned. I heard the bending of what sounded like iron. This game of telephone's really fun. And, uh, I love game of telephone. My brother said something about a werewolf in a cage, and now I'm concerned. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. If it's just a werewolf, she's got it. Your brother in Christ. Okay. Um, you guys get up to a, uh, a large building in, uh, I'm going to say it's a nondescript city, but it's a pretty city nonetheless. Um, the building is unassuming for what it is. What's up? I'm, I'm just sorry. It's nondescript, but pretty city. Nondescript, but pretty city. Nondescript, but I will do the description. This, the description is pretty. Yeah, there are many pretty cities out there. And this is so I don't have to give a location right now if I don't want to. Um, but it, it comes into a building that's, uh, slightly unassuming. It looks kind of like a hospital, which, uh, you know, makes a little bit more sense with theme. Um, but the van, uh, slows down, and, uh, you can all see that there is, a, a man in front. And he has, a, a tailored, I'm gonna say a tailored black suit. Um, it's not a tuxedo. Um, because all of the underpinnings for it are a kind of a darker charcoal gray. Uh, and he's got this slicked back styled gray hair and this posture in his shoulders and his back that signifies years of holding himself in a professional aura. Uh, and he is tall. He is slight, you know, he's, he's skinny, um, but not unassuming. Uh, and he's got this, uh, this set of glasses that sit a little bit low on his eyes. Um, and he's got this, uh, this air about him and probably helps with the scowl on his face um, that uh, he has been left waiting a little bit. And um, he would like to get on with what needs to be done. And he is standing outside of the hospital when the, the van turns in. So how close is this to an actual tuxedo? It's not very close. It's a three-piece suit. It's, um, it's got the waistcoat, I would say. Um, and it's got this long black overcoat. It's not wool. It might be some sort of, like, windbreaker kind of fabric. But it sits heavy on him. Almost, uh, like it's supposed to be worn, um by a man a little bit bigger than him, but instead of having it be uh, to, look, to look bigger on him, it kind of gives off this illusion of largeness. It helps with the, the ironed clothing and the padded shoulders a little bit as well. Is he wearing a bow tie? He is not wearing a bow tie. It is a long tie. Why? Well, because I was going to walk up to him and say, nice tuxedo. Oh, uh. But you guys arrive, uh, and uh, uh, Dr. Robinson will um, open the door, and she says, um, everyone can, uh, can come in. I just need to uh, take care of a few things. Um, and uh, you, do you guys uh, follow her? Okay, so you come up, and you come up behind Dr. Robinson, and the man in front doesn't really regard either of you, but uh, does regard Dr. Robinson, and that posture stays the same. There's still that coldness in his expression, though it's got kind of a sharp glint to it. Um, and he looks over at uh, Dr. Robinson, and he says, uh, I appreciate you coming at such short notice. Um, do you want to deal with this? 
Uh, and Dr. Robinson says, no, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. And she just, like, slowed down in, like, a kind of a softer voice. She's like, did you lose anything? He's like, no, 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 no documents taken. No, uh, fun little additions added. Uh, I think this may have just been a, a small row. He says, uh, I'm not too worried about it, but I know things have been a little tense. And Robinson is like, that's nothing to worry about. Um, and she says, uh, oh, um... I, I forget myself. Um, she backs up and she turns so that you guys can see um, him in full. Um, and she says, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Agent, Agent Maher and uh, your last name is also Wolf. Yes. Oh. Agent Maher and Wolf, this is my uh, direct supervisor um, and the director of the uh, U.S. Department of Health. Uh, his name is Henry, Henry Ventinari. I'm going to have to change that later. Oh, no. Fuck it. Nothing matters. I played, I played Party Rock Anthem in the first fucking episode. I can copy a name. Very sorry that we had to come down from that peak. Yeah, oh. we'll get back to it. I got them mixed up. I got Party Rock and Shuffling mixed up. Or are they the same song? Every day. It's the same fucking song. I can't picture it. Because when I think of Party Rock, <laughs> then I think of that part. And I'm like, oh, that's the Every Day Shuffling song. But I don't know the name of it. Um, I think Party Rock is just something completely different. It's just a it's just a fun little name thing, and it's Sorry. cemented itself so hard in my head that it's uh, like hard to pick anything else. Wait, I thought the song was called Anthem, and the band was Party Rock. No, it's called Party Rock Anthem, and the band is LMFAO. I fucking hate it. Because <laughs> then they have that other song that's Sorry for Party Rocking. I never heard it. Yeah. Anyways, um, but uh, he regards both of you with kind of just like. A, old professional kind of look um as if he's got not better places better places to be he's got better places to be um See, I hate guys like this but he's he's polite about it but uh he says uh it's a a pleasure to meet both of you i give him that dull nod of acknowledgement in an office environment uh, he, he moves over to uh, Dr. Robinson again, and he says, um, I'm at the mercy of these children. What the fuck do you want? He really he did just... A, he wants in the bedroom. He really did just straight up look at us and go, Meow! He sat there, nice and waiting. You want in there. No. I think he actually might walk up on the back of the chair. I want the chair. The cheese. Oh fuck! Is he not? Is he? Does he not want in? Okay. He interrupts me in the middle of what I'm saying to just go bow and look at the door. Hold on, I'm gonna put my cat on the mic. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna put my cat on. Don't put your fucking cat. Meow! Shut the fuck up! I love that fucking video. Um, with with the introductions, um, uh. The director turns back to uh, Robinson and just says, uh, well, see that you make this quick. I appreciate you coming on short notice. Um, and uh, I hope that, ideally, this will not have to happen in this office again. And Dr. Robinson says, I will do my best. And you, you hear, which one of you wants to roll the sharp? <clears throat> what? <laughs> There's no dice in your cup, Dunk. <laughs> These screws loose there? He's gonna I roll the sharp. I put them back in there. 
That's cocked. I mean, it's fine. Even if I... Well, the same exact damn thing. So let's go I don't care. It was cocked. Okay. On a 14, uh, you get to hear it, um, but Maher doesn't. Um, when Dr. Robinson says, uh, I, I will do my best, uh, you do hear it just under his breath. Uh, I would say even Dr. Robinson doesn't hear it. It is Ventanari, and he does say, uh, uh, I know you do. Uh, and he's gonna, uh, he's gonna head back into the office. And Dr. Robinson says, uh, should only take a moment. Um, it's most likely, uh, in his office somewhere, considering the traps he set up. Um, but, uh, she, uh, she says, um, we're gonna go collect someone. Someone? Yes. Uh, she says, uh, we can head up the, uh, the personal elevator. Uh, you're gonna move our way to a very, uh, lovely, uh, velvet elevator. You ever seen an elevator with a couch in it? No. This shit is the size of two elevators. Uh-huh. It's like a hospital elevator meant for, like, like pushing patients in, but it's, like, lined with lovely fabric, and it's got a couch instead. Um, it looks like it could smell cigarette smoke, but it don't. It don't. It kind of, it's got a Twin Peaks vibe to it. If Twin Peaks could be inside of an elevator, which it probably could. I'm not David Lynch. Um... Don't worry about it. Uh, but you, you guys, you guys uh, move up the elevator slowly. Uh, it feels like it takes a full two minutes to get up the elevator. Yeah, with which. Um, that's why they have a couch. Yeah, that's why they have a couch. Yeah. Um, I sit on it. You sit on the couch. It's comfortable as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Uh, I lean back and cross my legs and get get comfortable. <laughs> You, you watch Duncan, you watch Maher do this as Dr. Robinson just kind of stands uh, with her hands behind her back. Her posture is a little bit straighter than it usually like is because she doesn't really give a shit about like how she looks that much because uh, she's got more of a sense of self-awareness right now. She's in her building. She just talked to her director um, and he seems like a kind of a serious guy. Um, oh. <laughs> and also like um, uh, I'll let Maher roll a soft sharp. This is for something else. Oh, are you okay, Michael? My bone hurt. I was sitting on it wrong. Oh, I thought you hit your knuckle again. Oh, okay, all right. There's no hard consequences for this. I was just going to have Maher uh, notice the the goings-on of specifically the building. But uh, it's too clean and too well-organized for you to actually tell whether or not it is well-organized or if it's just masquerading as well-organized. People really respect the rules around here. It does not smell like cigarette smoke. It does not smell like cigarette smoke here at the Department of Health. It smells like cigar smoke. Cigar. Which is classier. It smells like snuff. It's all fun. Everyone there has the fucking um, tobacco patches. Oh, uh, the nicotine patches. The nicotine patches. This is canonically the, the, the department that I decided to give um, interns that can smell diabetes on people like they, dogs. They all got two patches. Nicotine on the left, but caffeine on the right. Why is Richard sniffing at me? <laughs> you have prehypertension. Me. You have severe hypertension. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm still keeping that. Uh, the canon, the, the, all of the nurses can just like, not the nurses, all of the interns can in fact uh, smell disease on people. Are the interns not nurses? Some of them are. Not all interns are nurses though. Not all nurses are interns. I mean, you know. Slim the budget down. Increase the budget. 
the Department of Health gets whatever budget it wants. Uh, so yeah, there's not much uh, Maher can gather. There's too much. There's too much. You guys get to the top floor. Um, <laughs> it uh, opens up with a, uh, a polite ding and a smooth opening of the doors. Uh, and uh, Dr. Robinson steps in. Um, this office appears to open right into where the elevator opens. Uh, as you guys don't need to move in through any sort of door or anything like that. Though you did see Dr. Robinson um, press a couple of rather strange keys to get to the top floor. It opens into a giant professional-looking personal office. It overviews, uh, it overlooks the view of the city as one wall is completely glass. Um, huh, Maher. The beautiful but nondescript city. Uh, the beautiful but nondescript city. Of Raleigh, West Virginia. There you go. I don't even know if it's a city. I don't even know if that's a city either. The beautiful, bustling, sprawling, uh, sprawling area, <laughs> metropolis of, um, Folksville, Montana. <laughs> It's the best I could think of. Everyone in Montana has moved here. Everyone in Montana has moved there. Montana's like the healthiest city right now. Montana. Thank you for pointing at me and saying Montana. Oh, God. Hold on. I'm, I'm prepared for this. Keep going. Okay. Montana? So. What I was going to ask uh, Maher is how likely is it that he's seen the inside of the director of the Department of Energy's office? Probably, Probably not likely. <laughs> Really uh, unlikely. Unless it's used in any per, uh, promotional material, which I view all of it. Um. I'm going to keep some of my memes on here. Keep Montana on Keep a lot of my memes on here. There you go, Montana. There you go. You That's Montana. the picture of Montana. <laughs> you just have Montana. Well, actually, that helps a lot. Um, you'll, no... have to, you'll have to send me that because my character's from Montana. There were no other states or anything in there. <laughs> just a random thing of Montana popped up. What did, where did you find that? It's photos. It's in my gallery. When did I download it? Look at the details. August 11th, 2022. 7.47. What were you thinking about in August of 2022? <laughs> Montana. Montana. Montana, obviously. Okay. So I'd say, Maher, there's a slight twinge of familiarity. You're pretty sure, based on the, the desk and chair and window setup that this is a similar layout though different materials of uh both the uh the desk and the chair similar layout to what you believe is the director of the department of energy's office and based on the fact that you were told you're going up to his office um all of you get the sense that this whole floor is the office <laughs> and, um it's got a chessboard it's got uh, it, it's a chessboard that's in the middle of a game. Um, it's the got uh, a Who bunch of leaves a chess game. Miles Edgeworth. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not here, you dumb fuck. <laughs> um, there's uh, bookshelves. Um, there's uh, a bunch of other fancy little statues oh, and neat trophies? little dioramas. How many trophies does he have displayed? Give me a d6. One. Fifty. Uh. And they're different kinds. Um, so some of them are, like, larger. Uh, a lot of them are just, like, 
uh, like certificates or like framed awards or many other different licenses. He owns four masters. Um, probably does. Uh, but for the most part, uh, the majority of his office has a lot of free-flowing walking space. So when you're looking around and, uh, you, you know, you heard that phrase, well, we got to keep an eye out for any, like, traps that were in this room. It seems a little odd that this room looks as clean as it does. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is a man that likes to keep everything clean. But, like, if you go looking, and I'll even say, like, this doesn't need a roll, you don't know where they would be. You vacuum this place with a fucking ride-on vacuum cleaner. There's not a speck of dust in this room. Oh, no. Bless you. Um. So, uh, Dr. Robinson's phone goes off again as you're all just kind of admiring the room, and you hear her pick it up and put it to her ear and says, Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, where are you? That doesn't help. Where? No, I need you to be more specific. Like, how did you get down here? Where? She, she just kind of like walks around. She says, okay, all right, and to the right. She says, and she, she puts down the phone. She's like, could you two help me with something really fast? Sure. Um, she says, uh, I need you to, uh, uh, she says, well, I'll just point to it. Uh, she points to where uh, at the part of the floor there looks to be um, a piece of the frame that has like, it, it, it's like a five, it's a three foot piece of the frame that has lines as if it was specifically placed there instead of one long set of molding for this wall. Uh, and she says, uh, if you could just lift that uh, frame up and uh, uh, just just pull it pull it back off of the wall. Lift it up, pull it off the wall. Okay, there's a small gap uh, underneath where the... You stick your hand in there. Uh, there's immediately a mechanical, uh, just kind of like a shoop noise, uh, and you see uh, this uh, doorway-shaped uh, hole, basically just like that wall, pushes itself back a little bit uh, and lifts itself up. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't go at a very high speed, but it's uh, high enough. Uh, and uh, you can see, because uh, she just kind of tumbles out uh, a, a little bit. Uh, she almost trips over, because you're probably kneeling on the ground. She yeah. almost trips over you, and she uh, she trips over, and she kind of leans on um, uh, Dr. Robinson. Uh, and uh, it, it is, in fact, Margaret. And she says, oh, my God, I've been in there for two hours. <laughs> uh, and Dr. Robinson says, so is this why you've been avoiding me? And she says, uh, no, but, uh, and she's just like, thank you. Uh, and she, she pats, uh, Dr. Robinson on the back, uh, and she says, uh, I, uh, I didn't think I was gonna suffocate in there, but I didn't know how airtight the Department of Health's base would be. Uh, hi, Duncan. Hello. I thought switch back to close the door. Okay, uh, the door, uh, the door closes behind it and just as easily as it had, uh, pushed back and opened up, it comes down and it, uh, melds itself in with the wall again and you feel this, like, this kind of, like, shimmer of electricity and it looks completely in line with the rest of the, uh, the wall. I touch it. Uh, <laughs> it, if you feel it and you touch it, you can kind of feel that line because you know where to look for it now. Um, but other than that gap underneath the frame, uh, you can't see it. Dr. Robinson looks mad. Understandably so. Not really. I don't get it. Um, Dr. Robinson says, um, 
this is not uh, this is not something that has anything to do with work, but uh, I was. And she says, she, she looks over at Margaret, she says, I was kind of hoping you left this behind when we made the new group. And Margaret says, like, I, I did. This was, this was important. This was a special, this was a special exception. Um, he, she says, uh, how upset is Henry? And uh, Dr. Robinson is like, he came back from France to talk about this. He's like, oh, okay, all right, he's back. Yes, okay, so he sounds kind of upset. Um, he says... I'll be able to explain everything in a second. Uh, I just need to, uh, uh, uh and she's, she just like shuffles something and, uh, both of you can see that she's got papers on her. Uh, and like, they're kind of like crumpled and everything else like that. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me, uh, what would this be for a steal? Stealing's cool. This is, I, I was gonna <laughs> say, this is an act under pressure. Go ahead and get the act under pressure. Okay, A for effort. Hold on, wait. I can't. Not you, fuckface. That's a six, seven. A seven. I don't know what to do on a mixed success. But, regardless, because you went to go snatch it, take a token. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. No, 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 it's fine. I just can't sit in that chair anymore. Oh, yeah, base. I apologize for using all my time that chair for you both. That's okay. That's alright. Uh, we'll be bringing you in soon. Alright, that's, that's fine. I'm just leaving. Okay, so what happens is you go to snatch one of the papers uh, and you get one of them and then the rest of them hit the floor. Uh, and you hear Dr. Robinson uh, in probably like one of the more sharper voices she had go what is that? Uh, and Margaret's like uh... <laughs> Um, you, uh, read the paper, I assume, Malhar? Yes. Um, okay, so the first things that you see on it are, it's actually a press release. It looks like it's a drafted press release for a, um, a, it's an explanation that something's being canceled. In fact, it's a cancellation announcement for a medical show called All My Sutures. Uh, and it is because one of the actors has uh, come under an unforeseen injury, um, potentially as a result of chronic burnout and stress, uh, details of which cannot be released to the public at this time. Um, and you can tell that the, uh, I don't remember if I gave these actors names, um, but you can tell that the actor is apparently one of the co-stars of this show, since this show technically has two protagonists. Hey, it's, uh, it's about that Grey's Anatomy ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get a very cool, very quick for Mark, just, shh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Dr. Grums is like, can I see that? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh my God. So what's gonna happen is Dr. Robinson is gonna take this paper and everyone's gonna kind of notice it. And then uh, Margaret is, is just gonna kind of like throw her hands up. Oh man blows everything dude what? wait did she i was trying really hard to make sure that she... oh man um she says why are you i mean i know you're you're working did you start working for dr robinson why are you both in the director's office i wanted something to do he's helping me work for robinson and i'm helping you tell your best friend the truth uh, i i mean i i appreciate that 
we're very good friends, but, um, so. Not the time to have this conversation. Uh, <laughs> no, I, she says, like, no, that's not what I, oh my god, I've been stuck in that fucking column for three fucking hours. Um, and I guess, yeah, technically that's my fault for not seeing the, the, the foot trap, but, uh, in my defense, it wasn't there the last time. Um, so, um, and you guys are just kind of having, like, a small, like, little back and forth. Um, I'd say Margaret will explain things in a second. She's like, okay, I, I, this is gonna, this probably looks weird. Um, I have a a reason for this, but I probably don't want to bring it up right now, because I'm very tired, (laughs) and I've been standing for quite a, quite a long time. And you can tell that she's, like, covered in dirt. She's got, like, different clothes than she usually does, and they're, like, kind of scuffed. Um, she's less, uh, less business formal and more mission impossible just a little bit. Because this is really the only time that she'll ever tie her hair up as well. Um, but, uh, (laughs) she looks tired, she looks sweaty, she looks like she's covered in dirt. Um, she, she kind of looks like she's been climbing through air vents for a good little while. But, uh, as you guys are kind of talking... Um, I'll give you, I'll give Duncan another plus sharp if you'd like it. We call these, uh, putting the pieces together kind of rolls. Tic tacs. Tic tacs. Ten. I can't do that. On a ten, there's a couple of things you noticed. One, um, it, it looks as though she's got, like, a completely formulated set of, like, gear as well. Um, including some lockpicks, some, uh, sets of, it's small cord, um, but it looks pretty strong. Um, other things, like, uh, a, an extendable pry bar, um, and you re- remember that she mentioned last time. And I thought you gave this up. That Wait. also points to it. When Robinson said, I thought you gave this up when yeah. we formed the new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, uh, that's, that's all that Duncan notices, uh, while you're being told that, uh, this, this will get explained later. Uh, in the same kind of voice that you were also told, don't worry about it. (laughs) No, this makes more sense. Um, but, uh, who, who notices first? Out of you two. Which one wants to be odds and which one wants to be evens? Evens. Odds. Okay. It's funny, I was gonna say odds. Okay, so that's odds. Okay, so is it the person you rolled gets it, or the person you didn't roll gets it? It's the person I uh, rolled gets okay. it. I get it. Even the dice say. I mean, I do have to poop soon. Okay, all right. We'll be able to able to move over to Alex in a second, or we could just take a small break. Um, so Duncan, you've been hitting like. 10 for 10. You're the first person to notice it. I'm going to let you be the first person to notice it so you can make a vocalization that alerts everybody else. Um, But you look over and you see Dr. Robinson. And Dr. Robinson has been staring at this paper for a while. Um, But that's not the first thing that you notice because she's just been like that for a while. You notice that she is openly weeping. Like, it's kind of like she's in a state of shock. And they're, as as it just kind of like those like two two consistent lines of tears uh, go down her eyes, and she just like sil- silently starts to cry. Is she mourning? He's going to say that audibly. Uh, uh, oh no! Uh, I thought this would happen. Uh, 
But like as you mention it, and I'm, as Margaret is like, oh fuck, um, she radically ev- shuts her tear ducts. Everybody, everybody sees Doctor Robinson. Um, she has those like that shocked kind of like face that's still, and then has those lines, and you see her just kind of like cough a little bit, and then begin to actually break down. Uh, like kind of loudly, and Mara's like, "No, no, it's okay. It's just you. You hear Doctor Robinson go, it's not. It's not okay." Oh. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. It's gonna be a, did you, like just just like going going in for the the arms over the shoulders kind of hug. It's just like Doctor Robinson just kind of uh, just huddles a little bit. And, like, she hasn't let go of the paper, and she's got it, like, balled up in her hands. Um, and you can hear her, yeah, she's definitely starting to openly sob. Uh, and it's just like, oh, god damn it. Hey, no, you know what? It's, it's, she says, I don't, I don't know what to say. She's like, uh, I was trying to bring it up in a better context. Um, but this is, it's probably gonna turn out like this anyways. Um, th- there, there, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> All good things must she's, come to an end.